And we're live. So welcome to today's session in Meet the Pros. We're going to be talking about recruiting in the current economy. And we're talking about recruitment alternatives. So joining me with on the call today, I've got Damien Elsing. Welcome to the call, Damien. Thanks, David. Good to be here. Um, so, you know, we've been obviously uh, the great... Uh, the great resignation has been, you know, top of mind for a lot of people in recruitment. Uh, the fact of the matter is, it's really hard to uh, get people to apply for jobs these days. People are demanding more money. Um, seekers almost become like flooded with ads. And I know, like we were looking at um, placing an ad for a client for marketing manager, and they said there's 1,700 ads at the moment for marketing manager. So everyone seems to be going down that that sort of path of using uh, seek. Um, today, we were going to touch on this idea of alternatives for recruiting. And I know that you've had some, some insight and success in this. Do you want to share a bit about maybe, first of all, who you are, and then second of all, what you think people should be doing to recruit? Sure, David. Uh, so my background is digital marketing. We're a digital marketing agency. Um, so traditionally, obviously, done online marketing and ads for, for companies. And then uh, first discovered this about a year ago, I was hiring for our own our own team, I was hiring an ops manager. Yeah. And uh, I didn't, I saw seekers being too expensive. I didn't see good value there. And I thought, I'm just going to do it myself and see what these LinkedIn job postings are like. So I posted the job. Uh, I went through a few of the steps on LinkedIn and I put a bit of money behind it because you can sponsor it. And um, within a few days, I had about 100 applications and I ended up hiring someone who was really high caliber for the role. Mm. They'd worked at Yahoo and Fairfax and had, you know, kind of overqualified in a lot of ways, but I was really happy with the results and I thought, well, this is this is pretty standard. And then yeah. um, we, we work a lot with um, people in trades and construction and things like that. So a couple of them said, we want to, um, we, we're trying to recruit a carpenter or, you know, whatever the role might be, a cabinet maker. So yeah. we did a very similar thing on Facebook. So it's basically what we tried was just leveraging social platforms where you might run ads to get reach for your marketing, but using that from a recruitment perspective to attract talent to your to your business. Instead of trying to attract leads, you're attracting applicants for a particular role. So it's fascinating because uh, it sort of occurred to me a few years back that uh, when we talk about marketing in a business, um, it's all about attracting new clients or attracting prospects. And uh, when we go out recruiting, we're attracting candidates. So the mechanism is the same. The only difference is the way the money flows. <laughs> So for yeah. one, we're paying them, and the other one, they're paying us. But in reality, we're still trying to attract people to our organization that resonate with who we are. So you just described this idea of rather than going through the standard recruiting channels like Seek, we're now starting to use social channels. How do you do that? Uh, well, it depends on what platform you're using. But if we look at LinkedIn as an example, because probably yeah. most people watching this are interested in LinkedIn, um, you would choose the channel based on where you're audience lives. So LinkedIn for professional services and things like that. If it's more trades and members of the public, you could use Facebook. So they're the two biggest platforms that we'd be looking at. Mm -hmm. And it's quite simple. Both these platforms um, have have the mechanism where you can post a job, yep. uh, especially LinkedIn. So you can just go through the steps and um, and, and take the, even if you've got the job on Seek already, you can mm -hmm. copy and paste it over to a LinkedIn job and then you'll get prompts to, to sponsor the post. You can choose um, how long you want the ad to run for, how much you want to spend on it. And the applications come through to you. And so it basically it's direct hiring. So okay. they'll show your job listing to people who are suitable and relevant and have those skills. Yeah. But you, you get to vet them and choose them 
um, and it's, it's quite cost effective. It's probably a similar or cheaper cost than listing on something like Seek. Okay, so you are using the recruitment channel of LinkedIn, and, yep. and so it's a recruitment ad. Um, have, would you also consider just pay, posting ads that are not recruitment ads to actually get people to apply, or is that not? Yeah, you can do that. And in fact, on Facebook, they've stopped the, um, they're only using the jobs feature in North America. So if you're in Australia or other countries, you'll actually, if you want to do this on Facebook, you would actually just do it as you might do a traditional post on your page. So mm. uh, you can actually make a update describing the job and, and the uh, listing, and then you can boost the post. You know, Facebook has that big button that says boost post. Yeah. That's the sort of very quick option. If you want to do it in a more sophisticated way, you can go into the Facebook ads manager mm. and actually um, have a bit more control over who you're targeting. Yeah. Um, so it just gives you a lot of a lot of possibilities in mm. geographic region. You know, you want to show it to a certain um, demographic in, yeah. in that area and people can apply however you want them to. So let me ask you this. Am I writing the ads the same way as I traditionally would or am I changing my style of writing because I'm now going into social channels? It's uh, a good question. So uh, I've been looking at a few job ads for the last few days um, just from clients of ours who are interested in, in trying this out. But um, some of, I think there's just a good way to write a, a job ad and I, don't, I think whatever platform you're doing it on, it doesn't really matter. So yeah. Um, sometimes you look at a job ad and it's sort of like a big wall of text and it's just classic, you know, whether you're writing a blog post or a job ad, there's certain best practices that you would stick to. It's just, it's just having the fundamentals there. Um, what are your company values? What does the role include? What are you looking for? Yeah. And structuring it in a sort of readable and scannable format. So I'd say um, I think all job ads should be that way. But yes, especially so if you're going to put money behind it on social media, you want it to be easy to scan and understand and yeah. engage Look, there's, there's, another, there's another component to this because <clears throat> when I place an ad on Seek or even on LinkedIn, if I do it in the, in the roles position, it's targeting people who are looking for work in, in the main, right? And then when I boost that ad, it now goes to people who are not looking for work. Now, yep. in my mind, if I'm not looking for work, putting a job ad in front of me may not be effective because it's, it's actually selling me something that I'm not looking for. So this whole idea of you know, hiring on purpose, right? Um, which is literally saying, don't worry about writing the job ad, start worrying about selling the company. So yeah. you're almost leading by saying, we're not looking for a salesperson. We're leading by saying, we're a company that helps people X, Y, Z, blah, 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 what we do, and yeah. uh, we're growing. And we have vacancies within our organization. And even without specifying the job title, you're selling the vision of the company. What's your thoughts on that? Totally agree. And I found this when we listed this position last year that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Uh, even though the main goal was to find applicants, I had heaps of people just following the company page and getting in touch about other things. So it becomes a branding exercise. Yeah, right. And the two things are working uh, at the same time. So even if you're running branding ads that mm. helps your recruitment and these kind of recruitment um, ads definitely definitely build your brand as well yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and this is probably the the secret source of all of this is that when i do post this kind of advertising on my social channel i'm not looking for people directly i'm looking for people who know people as well yep. so, yep. so there's an element of if i say i'm looking for a salesperson if i'm not a salesperson i look and go well i'm not one of those but if i say this is my company and this is what we do and we're building our team um, we're looking for people who are interested in the same thing. Um, yep. And it's this whole notion of recruiting on attitude and not skill. 
because mm. I feel too many people are still advertising the traditional, you know, almost the industrial age way saying, hey, we're looking for a salesperson with 15 years of experience and has skills in this and no, no, no. And uh, it's basically a, I reply to that with my resume, but it doesn't yep. tell me anything about the person and their attitude towards either what we believe in our is our cause or to our organization. And so they're, they're, they're applying the wrong way. So what are the elements that you think are non-negotiable when we're doing this kind of advertising? Uh, I think you've touched on a good point there around also with the hybrid model now, a lot of, a lot of employees realize, well, I don't need to be in an office. Why should I trudge through peak hour traffic and go and sit mm -hmm. in an office all day when yeah. I can be just as productive from, from my home office, home office? So I think making those kind of things clear, don't be vague about you know, if, if it's important to your culture that the person's in the office, be upfront about that. If it's not necessary, yeah. um, then make that clear as well. So say whether it's remote. And just jumping back a minute, David, um, I think you said, you know, you're going to show your ad to people who aren't actively looking, but that can actually be a good thing because if you think about who's out of a job right now and looking actively, mm. it might be a pretty small percentage, but there's going to be maybe five or ten times that they're in a job, they're not on seek looking around, but they would be open to a change. And if they see the right message coming up, um, the possibilities sort of open up in their mind. Even though they're not actively looking, they might you might be able to attract them proactively. Yeah, and, and that, that word attract is the key element that, that, that I think about is I can place my ad in front of people, but um, I'm not going to attract them to my organization unless they're ready to look for a job. But if all I talk about is our purpose of our organization, and I say this is what we do in our business, um, we, beca we become attractive. Now, I know this works because the large organizations like Google and Apple and Microsoft have been doing it for years, right? They never really have to advertise jobs because they've got almost like a, a database of people who are waiting to get a job there and they'll take any job because they want to work yep. for those organizations. Is that is that a feasible thing for a small business to be doing as well? Well, yeah, and I think it comes back to what we were saying before around the marketing. If you're doing strong marketing and you're building a brand out there mm. people have already seen your um you know they're already familiar with your brand just from your overall marketing yeah so i think it rely it, you know depends on how strong that brand is in your local community mm. how much of a presence it has but um and another thing i see a lot is companies don't really have you know like that sort of careers even larger companies they don't sort of have a careers page that they might have four or five jobs listed on seek at any given time yeah if you go to their website you can't actually find anything about the careers so i think mm -hmm. Factoring it into your, um, not just using it as an external process, but making it part of your your website. And, and we do that on our website, even though we're a tiny business in in, um, in the scheme of things. Yeah. I've got a page and it says, you know, we're not, we don't have any active roles right now, but fill in this form, upload your resume, and when something comes up, we will, um, we'll, yeah. get, we'll get in touch. Yeah, yeah it's fantastic, fascinating because um, I'll often ask this question, and it's, it's a loaded question about when's the best time to be recruiting. You know, and it's loaded because most people will say the best time to recruit is when you're quiet, okay? Because mm. you've got the time to look, you've got the time to train, and so you can make sure that person gets a good start. But the downside of that is affordability. So in a small organization, when you're quiet, there's not enough cash flow. So then people yeah. usually go the other way and they go, well, when I've built my business up and when can I, I can afford to get someone, then I'll recruit. But then they have the other dilemma, which is they might have the cash, but they don't have the time. So they end up recruiting poorly because they go, I'm just so busy, I just need anybody who can help me. And yep. I, I think the conclusion I came to is the best time to be recruiting is when the right person is sitting across the table from you, regardless of how quiet or how busy you are. 
And that's yep. a bit of a scary thought for a lot of people because they're saying, well, how does that work? Well, the first thing you need to do is be clear on what the right kind of person is. And I think when we talk about this branding style campaign, I'm going to employ someone on attitude versus skill every day of the week. And I know for a fact, and I've said this before, if the right person came into the front door of my office today, knocked on the door and said, David, I want to work for you. I don't want you to pay me. I just want to prove myself. And even if I didn't have enough seats in the office, I'd get out of my own chair. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if I believed that person had the skill, had the right attitude and had the right ability, I'd give them a go. Now, it doesn't happen often, but uh, what I'm getting at is that uh, most people don't recruit not because they can't afford it, it's because they aren't inspired by the people they're recruiting. So this idea of constantly being in recruitment mode always, literally from the day you open the doors of your business, you should be, even before that, you should be in recruitment mode. Well, how does that look? Well, that would mean having this sort of branding campaign running all the time, being very mindful about the message that's going out to the marketplace and being receptive, as you just described, having a careers page on your website that doesn't have any particular jobs, but at least has an application process. Because the smart money, and I know McDonald's do this now, is that kids apply for jobs online and they knock on the door saying, hey, I'm looking for work. They go, go online, put your name on the list. When we have a job, we hit the send button and you'll be told. Mm. So it's almost yep. like another database in our CRM, which is potential future employees. Mm. Yeah. And so what are your thoughts around that one? Um, yeah, I think that's true. And especially what you're saying about the culture being... Um, the attitude being way more important than, than the yeah. skills because I know from a marketing perspective, um, you know, content is really big now. So when when we're trying to hire someone to who's good at creating content, mm. it's not necessarily um, someone who's worked as uh, a writer. It, it can be easier to take someone who's got a good attitude, who's already a, a good writer and others, good communication skills, yeah. and train them about the marketing. The marketing stuff is fairly straightforward. It's the actual ability to communicate. So I think... You can, a lot of people do put the cart before the horse and they say, we want this list of skills. Mm. But often it's, I think they call them soft skills and things like that in recruiting. So, you know, getting those soft skills where they've got good attitude, yes. um, good things that aren't, can't be changed. And you can always add those skills on later. Like you mentioned sales, for example. You know? yeah. Sales is a pretty straightforward process, but if you've got the temperament and, um, you know, you're resilient and those sort of things, that can be a lot more important. Yeah, fantastic. So, um, you know, this, this this notion of recruit on attitude, not skills, is part of this uh, strategy. I think the second part is being accessible, so have, having avenues where people can actually apply, even though there may not be any jobs right now. Um, I think there's a third piece to this puzzle that's missing, and and when when it's easy to recruit on skills because I can look at a resume and I can check your references and I can see what you've done. When it comes to attitude, it's a really hard thing to measure. Right. It's a really hard thing to see off a resume, even off a conversation. Most people don't know how to assess attitude. Um, I've learned one thing, right? Assessing attitude, the easiest way to do it is to ask someone to do something and observe mm -hmm. how they do it. So maybe the next piece of the puzzle is to say, well, if you're interested in joining us in the future, tell us why. So in your application, even though there's no job, sell yourself to the organization. Tell us what resonated with you and what you're doing in your life to resonate with that. I know, for example, the body shop, when they used to do recruitment many years ago, I remember that you couldn't apply for a job unless you're already part of a green um, uh, a cause, right? and that, that was part of it. So um, I think not just do we have to go out to the market with brand, um, I think using the channels, the social channels in the alternative way that we've talked about is key. 
and just saying, don't advertise the job, advertise the organization and ask people who are watching if they know someone who would want to join this organization. Uh, would yeah. open up that funnel a lot. Um, so let's Absolutely. talk about practicality on this. How, how's it look? So what would you suggest people do? What are the steps? Well, first of all, obviously figure out what the role is going to entail. Well, mm -hmm. you know, standard, pretty, pretty standard job description. And then as I said, format it in a way, so write it out. Um, you can find all sorts of templates online. So I'd sort of find companies who are maybe leaders in your industry, see how they've done their job listings in the past. Yeah use a similar structure. You know, there's, there's a right way and a wrong way to basically do job listings. And then mm -hmm. wherever you're going to post it, whether it's Seek or on these social channels that we're talking about, these alternatives, um, get it up there on the platform. Like we talked about on LinkedIn, you can yep. just um, post it for free. You know, you don't have to pay money to post a job on LinkedIn. Yeah. And if you want to sponsor it, you can. Um, and then same with Facebook. It's basically create a post on your regular company page and then um, use the booster post or, or Facebook ad options to get it in front of the right people. Yeah, fantastic. Look, if, if people need help with this, can they, how, how do they, are you, are you able to help them with this kind of strategy? Um, we, we've been helping a few of our clients with it. We actually did an email promotion about it this week and had a huge response. I'm actually thinking of putting together a bit of a, like maybe some kind of free training, but um, the challenge with LinkedIn is that you can't actually, you can't get someone else outside of your company to go and do it. Somebody somebody's LinkedIn profile has to be connected with the job yeah. listing. Right. But uh, look, I'm happy to, to chat with anyone and help them give them any insights and show them what's been working for our clients if, um, if they can. Fantastic. And the best way for people to reach out to you? Um, probably just visit our website, which is clck.com.au, or you can just email me, damien at clck.com.au. Yeah, well, we can probably track you back through these social channels as well. <laughs> <laughs> Um, look, Damien, it's been awesome just having this conversation. For me, I was excited because I know that people are struggling with, with uh, standard advertising. I know people are coming to me saying there's no one looking for work. The truth of the matter is that uh, in a tough market, it's the person who's most proactive in their marketing and has the sizzle that gets people to want to come. So it's about attracting those high caliber people. So this might give people a couple of tools to do that. So thanks for your time. Pleasure, David. Thanks for having me. All right. Awesome. Enjoy your day. Cheers. Thanks.